ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point. Hi. The end. Uh, it's been great. Uh, make sure you share this with your friends. Share this with someone who's into law. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, bye, everybody. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I figure we just just cut it there. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm your host, John. With me, as always, my co-host, Wombat. Hey, Wombat, what's your glowing weak point? Um, ending the show early. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, that, that wasn't ending this episode. That was ending the show. Glowing weak point is no more. Right. There's no more of it. We can't figure out what to talk about. It's it's hard getting our times together. Uh, I mean, really, the show has just reached things. the end of its natural lifespan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just time for it to die. So we're we're gonna you know stop it before, and you know, John before and it I, carries on too long. John and I, we have our differences too, and you don't hear them because because we make sure to cut cut it all out. But we actually get into like rage filled yeah. scream fights every uh-huh. episode. Yeah. Usually about you're so good rumbling. at cutting things out, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> Fucking wombat. You're good at editing the damn show? I am. I'm so good at it. Oh, man. I'm so glad you're good at this thing. <laughs> what did you name the... the uh, it was like two or three ago. You named the episode Big Titty Sluts in Another World. <laughs> you, you can't name an episode Big Titty Sluts in Another World. That's... <laughs> That's just not, that's not okay. That's, but it happened. Gosh, you are I'm descending the into madness is what's happening. I, I, you haven't even I brought mean, it I, up until now, actually. I only noticed this week. I don't w- listen to this podcast. I live this vo- podcast. Like Right, every day. Every day. Like, we only record once a week, but every day we are this podcast. It's, I mean, it's true. <laughs> I thought that was one of my best titles in a while, to be honest. It was, it was not. You can't, you can't be saying that. Have, have some professional courtesy there, man. Listen, every episode is already labeled explicit. We might as well just go further. <laughs> no. <laughs> the episode before that was called David Bowie's Package, the video game. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You're talking about a package. You're not saying slut. <laughs> like that, that, I, I mean, I'll, I'll agree. It's accurate. All, all we talked about were big titty sluts. <laughs> like that, that is, that is 100 percent true. <laughs> that was what it's, that episode was about. That's what the episode was about. If you want to listen to it, it's like three episodes ago. It's definitely a hundred percent of what we talked about. But you can't name it that. Listen, I don't use the word "slut" as a pejorative. Like all my yeah, sluts you, can can get a little love. Like you, you don't. But the rest of the United States does. <laughs> You know when I when I, mean, I call I guess, them the I guess that's fair. That's that's fair because because most of our listeners are from Belgium, right? Um, I think I think the Belgium ones have given up on us. Uh, we're getting a oh, lot from fair. Ireland now. Me too. And um, oh, specifically Columbus, Ohio. We have we have a listenership oh! in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, hey! Thanks. Uh, shout out to uh, the 
Black Wolves Clan. <laughs> I think is I your think Destiny Clan called. listening to us? It's 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 BW. I'm pretty sure it's Black Wolves or something. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Is, um, you, is your Destiny yes. Clan six people big? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's like, like 30 at this point. All right. I don't know. There's, there's like, a ton is, of people is it in just the, the Reddit. Entirety? It's only your fucking, uh, destiny plan that <laughs> listens group. to us. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, there's 32 people in the, the discord, but not all of them are technically in the clan and eh, whatever. And they're not all in Columbus, Ohio, maybe. No, 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 no. Just most of them. Fully half, I'd say. Our entire listenership is is your Destiny clan. Okay. Basically. <laughs> Shout out to Destiny. Hey, uh, now we could just tell you to go fuck off when you talk about JRPGs and shit, because uh, basically everyone just wants to talk about Destiny. That's what I'm hearing. That's what you've told Apparently, me, we and just I'm going to run with it. Like, you should get rid of me and get get another friend in here. And just make this a Destiny podcast. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, okay. So what you're telling me is that I need to get rid of my only friend and find another one somehow. <laughs> I'm not your. <laughs> I'm not your only friend, am I? No, no, no. I don't have other. any friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's actually get on track a little bit. Uh, wh- what is your glowing weak point? Big titty sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I said back on track. Okay. Back. All right. Get, get back on on the actual track. Um let's see. I I uh, I started college this this week. I started that. Okay. Um it's that's it's happening. Good. Uh I went on a that's date good. last Friday. That Ooh. That was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, it could be either of those. Pick one. What do you want me to go more in depth into? Uh, getting in debt was cool. Uh, get- that one, that one, I'm going into. All right, get- I, I think I think your glowing weak point was was being in debt now. All right, to the man. Yeah, uh, uh J- Joe Biden's uh canceling my debt, ten thousand dollars of it. I mean, I don't know if that applies to me, but probably not. That happened it's today, not, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you you caught that news, but Joe Biden has uh canceled ten thousand dollars of student debt. Woo. You know, do more, Joe, is what I'm saying. Anyway, back on track. Uh, I'm taking four <laughs> classes this this year, this semester. I'm a uh, uh, today. I had intro to computing, which we've still mm-hmm. learned nothing in. It's been two days. Today was the second day of intro to computing. Mm-hmm. We've learned nothing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and intro to philosophy, which. Oh, we've also learned nothing. <laughs> no, I think I could. Uh, we talked a little bit about logic at the end of class, and I could legit, if it wasn't just a useless fucking career field to go down, I could go down the, the just studying logic career field. I could hey, do that. Y- 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 so you you picked to go down um, computer sciences, right? Yes. So you did just fucking pick to go down the logic career. I guess. <laughs> like, that that is literally all that computer science is, is it's applied logic. But, like, I, I could do that. I could I could just do logic. It's gr- It was great talking about it for a little bit. Uh, do, you, do you know your, um, your course plan for your degree? Uh, I have it in the fucking 
on a website somewhere. It's uh, I don't okay. know it off offhand. Do Do you happen to know if uh, Discrete Mathematics is on there? I do not. Okay, you'll you'll probably have to take it. It's pretty fun. Um, it's it's basically math but computing. Right now, I'm still taking a lower like lower level Other courses in order to uh, transfer into A and M later. Um, yeah, I mean, discrete math is uh, like a you, you have to have college algebra to take it, which I'm pretty sure you have. I don't. I have contemporary <laughs> mathematics. Oh yeah, uh, that might count for it. Then my my other two classes are Texas government because that's required in Texas because we're up our own Ugh. ass. Um, yeah, and physical science. And m- my Texas government class is straight up run by a libertarian, like a right leaning libertarian. <laughs> Let, like oh, the, perfect. This man busted out the gate. I've been telling everybody I've talked to. He busted out the gate with. When we get to the Civil War, I'm going to argue that it was not about slavery. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) He was talking about how the United Uh, States made it uh, super easy to move from state to state. So if you don't, you you know what Texans say, if you don't like it, you can get on out. And and one lady in the class raised her hand and she's like, "Um, but what if they can't afford to move? And this man said, that's an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, sure, but if you uh, don't want to be on the streets, and then his example uh, uh, of people like like just moving without anything was like 1920s and Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. cool. We're going back a hundred years ago for your example. Nice, dude. Um, but I'm not gonna drop that class because that's losing. That's losing to the libertarian. And I know I mean, he's have li- to take it anyways. I do know he's libertarian and not Republican because he said that he didn't vote for Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, or Barack Obama, which ah, which means which he means voted that for he voted Ron Paul and yeah. Gary Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because ain't yeah. no way this man voted for Jill Stein. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad for you. Yeah. Physical science is fun. It's very long. It's a three-hour class, but the very first day we got to we got to graph the speed of a toy car, so that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> What's your glowing weak point, John? Um, I finished the draft for my new game map for uh, the the board game that my wife created. Okay, so. Yeah. How big is it? It's uh, 16 by 16 inches. inches. Ooh. Yeah. That's yeah. big. It's a, it's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it, was a, it was a pain to make because the easiest way to do it would be to, have, to use Adobe Illustrator. And Adobe Illustrator is like 30 bucks a month. Yeah, Adobe just, just get changed Adobe it up, didn't Illustrator. they? They just made no, their shit no. They're they're based. they're always expensive. They've they've been expensive for as long as I can actually remember in life. Oh, like like the Adobe is outrageous. I thought they were they um, were just talking uh, like people online were just talking about like some subscription shit that Adobe did. Nah, no. Adobe Adobe has exclusively worked under a subscription system for the past 
20 odd years. Okay. And and they they offer two ways of doing it. You can either get all of their programs for one monthly fee, which is like $60 a month Jesus. for all of their programs, which uh, to be clear, Adobe makes extraordinarily good programs. They they are they they are the the pinnacle of what you can do with those with in those areas. So sell them to me. Um, Don't rent them out. <laughs> yeah. Or you can rent out them individually for like 25, 30 bucks a month. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you need so, more uh, than two of I, them, just pay the 60 a month. Yeah. Uh, so I actually don't use Adobe because I am not made of money. I use the free, um, open source app Inkscape, which is incredibly good. It's, it's got almost perfect parody with, um, Adobe Illustrator, except for the one thing I need to do. <laughs> when you're making, like, a track around a board, uh, I mean, it's not really a spoiler of the game, or won't give away much of it. Um, it's like Candyland in that it has, like, spaces on a track that get to a point. Okay. Um, so, it... The easiest way to do that is well, there there are two. One, you make it just like squares, and then you just put a bunch of squares on the map, and then you do like right lines, and then you get to the end. Or you do a uh, Bezier curve to get to there, and then you can like move that around whichever direction you want, and that's fantastic, and it looks pretty, and you get curves and stuff. And then if you're nice and you've got Adobe Illustrator, you could just apply a thing to it, which makes it all squares. And you okay. can, like, adjust the number of squares between them and, like, the size of the squares and stuff. Makes it super easy. It is one of the three things that Inkscape does not do. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a pain in the ass to make that work. But I did. So good job. I'm happy to to move past that i can work in the actual prettying it up and finishing it up and then be done with it nice Man, it really is that close all right uh let's move on to what games we played this week because uh this is a gaming podcast where we talk about games and stuff supposedly <laughs> yeah not really allegedly uh You've got four, and I've got two. It's fine, so let's... because most of mine, I don't have much to say. I haven't been playing I am... much. I imagine so, considering you've talked about Hades like 37 times. And I so... said I wouldn't anymore, but I just needed something uh -huh. to talk about. You didn't, but and, okay. And also, like, every time I want to play a game, I end up just staring at my computer for 20 minutes until I turn on Hades. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have anything new to add, don't say anything. Like, I, do. I don't I, talk I have about stuff to say. I don't. I don't talk about Simon Tatham's puzzles or Arc Hero every week. I have stuff to say, John. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Fine. Tell tell me about shitty Hades. Shitty Hades. That's what I've said. That yeah. <laughs> Um, so now that I'm deep into the post game, I'm just, I'm toying around with different things you can do. Like, like, I just wanted to tell the story about my basically dash only run where 
I took Poseidon's dash, which does a little bit of damage and then pushes enemies away from you, right? And then mm-hmm. I took uh, I took a, a boon from Zeus that every time, yeah, like every time an enemy is pushed away, they get struck by lightning. And then I, I made it okay. so that my lightning can strike twice. And then I made it so that my waves can um, rupture enemies, and that deals like damage over time for three seconds. And then I made okay. it so that my lightning would also jolt the enemy, which means that every time they attacked, they dealt damage to themselves. So oh. I was just dashing through the enemies and letting them kill themselves, basically. It, nice. It was fantastic. It's one of the best runs I ever did. I wish I could just do is- every run like that. Well, it's all RNG. Yeah. Uh, is there literally anything new you can do in the game, or just play it over and over again? It's basi- It's just playing over and over again. Like okay, yeah, you know, it's a roguelike, roguelite. All right, tell me about Ender Lilies because it that's just a um a thing in Minecraft uh, modded. What? No, what? Yeah, Ender Lilies are a thing in Minecraft modded, or you can grow your own Ender Pearls. Oh no! It's like in every single mod pack. Um, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights, is a. Oh, me- so you didn't include that. Yeah, is a Metroidvania game on Steam, um, where you play as a little girl, uh, a, a a priestess who is roaming around a world that has been devastated by some kind of disease. And she's accompanied by a night dude. And then uh, the she doesn't attack. She finds companions like the night dude who she can summon to attack for her. And, and so basically you you uh, go through the game, you uh, fight bosses. And when you when you beat bosses, like you can uh, purify them into spirits that you can summon to attack for you. And sometimes you can find them just around the the uh the map and i mean that's the game i haven't gotten too too far into it but you know it's like a a more grim dark like symphony of the night kind of thing it's fun this this looks exactly like salt and sanctuary it looks a little like salt and sanctuary no no it looks exactly like it, salt and sanctuary if you saw it in action it, it lo- it's a little different but I understand the I'm art watch- style looks, looks I'm watching similar. a video, and it, it looks exactly like <laughs> Salt and Sanctuary. Whatever you say, John. It's a good All game. Right. It, 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 cool. takes a little, it takes a little getting used to. It's, it's much more um, finesse-based than, like, a, a Castlevania game, but it's good. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about World Destruction League Thunder Tanks. Thunder Tanks! Which is the next in my series of talking about... Uh, battle Tanks. Battle Tanks. Um, this this game is the spiritual successor to Battle Tanks, except no, it's literally just Battle Tanks. Oh. It's just like, Battle Tanks it has, again? Yeah, yeah. It, different story. There's there's a different background to it. In this, you actually play in the World Destruction League, which is a play on the WWE or WWF or AEW or uh, any of the other cool things. Is that what that we I did? Really like a vague Hulk Hogan impression 
when we said yes, the name? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, except uh, in this, you don't uh, beat each other up, you use tanks. To kill each other. Like like the name, yes, <sighs> to, to kill each other. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and, but it, it's basically like... It's King of Fighters with tanks. Multiplayer battle tanks, like the arena version of battle tanks. Uh huh. Except with, uh, or at least in the version I played, uh, the other team is AI. Oh. You, you, yeah. You can't it's, have it's, real people on the other side? I don't know. I'm, I, I played it on an emulator because oh. I, I don't, I don't know where to go to find World Destruction League Thunder Tanks. I mean, what was um, it on initially? This was PlayStation. PlayStation and PlayStation 2. I think I got the PlayStation 2 version of it, but I don't know that it actually makes a difference considering it was backwards compatible, so they probably just did one game and released it, quote-unquote, for both. You can buy this game but, on PlayStation 2 for $8. For I $4. Might. I, I, I might. Sixteen, um, six nineteen. So this... It has the same tanks. There, there's a couple different ones, but there's a moto tank. There's the M1A1. There's a hover tank. Uh, and like we the M1A1 the hover, and the hover tank, tank and the moto tank are exactly the same. Uh, I play it as a character that used the flippy tank, which again, it's literally just the flippy tank. There's the rhino tank. Uh, they changed a couple of them up so that they use different models, but they're exactly the same. Wait, does it have, like, uh, like, campaigns for each of the tanks as if you're doing, like, a fighting game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. That's great. Uh, you, you pick a character who is tied to a tank, and each tank has a special power, except for, like, the Goliath, which is just big and strong, and it it has lots of armor. It's probably the worst um, one to play as in this game. And actually, I don't think they called it a Goliath, but it it looked like a Goliath, and it it seemed like a Goliath, and yeah. and if it I, looks like, like a duck and it quacks like <laughs> a duck, like they they changed the um the some of the, the names model they they changed the model, oh. but it's still got the same profile. <laughs> <laughs> like they updated the graphics a little bit, but it's still on the same like. 3D rig. Okay. Uh, uh, the sound, exactly the same. <laughs> like, the the gun noises, the menu noises, the They're using all of everything. the sounds they recorded back all, in 1995 all the same for the N64. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And the, um... All the power-ups are, like, they, they've got homing missiles, they've got health packs. Uh, when you kill a tank, it drops a star still that gives you more ammo and health like it, it's 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 not the spiritual successor to battle tanks it just is, is battle, battle tanks. tanks it's this this game takes place in the future where bat like you win in battle tanks and the world settles down a little bit but everyone liked having fun with beating people up with tanks so they made a world destruction league for it like that's uh, headcanon this is just battle tanks still the, there's there's nothing else in there. The menu feels exactly the same as the N64 menu did. The year is 4972 AD. <laughs> it's been 333 years since the last battle tank war. <laughs> ba- no. 
Battle tanks. Battle tanks the of X, war. The, the X is one of the parts of, like, they don't play in battle tanks. They play in battle tanks. Like, okay. it, they're, it's, it's like a registered, like, Thing. They don't have tanks. They have battle tanks with an X. All right. Yeah. T. Uh, yeah. All right. Move on. Summoner. <laughs> uh, Summoner is also a PS2 game. It was a oh. launch title for the PS2. Um, oh. it, it is a Western RPG where you play as Joseph of Saran, the titular summoner, who nine years ago... Um, his, his village was attacked by bandits and he used the power of the summoner to fight off the bandits, but the summon went out of control and it ended up destroying his entire village. And he, he left and he was trained by an old, old homeless man who, uh, basically was like, Oh, I've been looking for you all around Mm. summoner. And and this is all backstory. And basically, basically, your your new village gets attacked at the beginning of the game. You fight the you fight the army off. You find out that the army is attacking, looking for um, a person with a mark on their hand. That's you because the mark is signifying of the summoner. Uh, so you head to the the nearby capital where you go and try to meet your uh, old old friend the the guy who trained you but um he's he's now a uh, palace wizard and and uh you have to get close to him but they won't let you through because all the guards just kind of laugh at the idea that this random are you gonna tell me the entire story no just what i've played (laughs) oh okay uh so they they laugh at you because you're a little farm boy asking to see like someone who's very close to the prince the prince being the king's brother who's um d- d- doing treachery in the background to try and become king um anyway uh, a thief girl named fleece helps you sneak in through the sewers there's a sewer level because every rpg has a sewer level uh and you get up close, and then he sends you off on a quest to go find the four or the three other rings of the summoner that you need in order to unlock all your powers, because he has one and hands it to you. Uh, the gameplay is basically just you and your companions, which right now is just me and Fleece. On it looks like a CRPG. It's a little CRPG-ish. It's you, which and- is funny considering <laughs> that means computer RPG. But it's on a PlayStation. <laughs> right. But but like right now, it's me and Fleece, and I can summon a, a dark elemental, and we can wail on enemies, and Fleece, if she gets attacked, basically dies in like three hits. It's bad. Um, the game is clunky, and it's its graphics are very muddy. It's It can be hard to tell what's what anything looks like when you're looking at it but it has hmm. this fun little thing kind of like um legend of dragoon i don't know if you've ever played that one but basically nope. legend of dragoon was a turn-based jrpg on the ps1 where every time you did an attack there there would be a button prompt um and if you hit that in the the time period when the button prompt was up then you would like follow up with another attack and you could basically just do that until you failed and this has the same thing except you're on you're in real time battling 
and you get Yay. to choose quick time events and the four directional buttons um do you get to choose what they have on them eventually it said that i'll unlock new ones later but they each do a different thing like if you press up then that's just straight up just another attack um if you push left then that will like confuse them and that'll steal action points from them which means they won't be able to cast as many spells um and mm. if you push down uh that's a desperation attack that if you've lost health then you'll deal damage in proportion to your lost health to them and you can't do no. you can't do the same one twice in a row so it forces you to choose different ones and, and chain them together like that gotcha yeah it's it's an interesting combat system i just wish the game looked a little better because it can be a a pain to play even on the proper tv so you're you're playing this on your PlayStation on my chunky TV. Okay. Uh so you're not playing the version of it that's on Steam. No. Okay. I didn't know it was on Steam. No, I went out It is. Yeah. I I remembered that I used to have a copy of this game and I got rid of it because of some reason and I was like, I'd like to actually try that again. So I ran out to Game Exchange and got Summoner and also Summoner 2 because it was there. How much did it cost? Uh, ten bucks. No, eight bucks. Eight bucks for Ooh. Summoner. Ten bucks for Summoner Two. Four ninety nine on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I like playing my PS Two. I I got it specific. I I, I busted out the PS Two to play, so I wanted to play it on PS Two. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do you want me to tell you about the new season in Destiny or? First, or what's coming in the new year? I'll let you we choose. already know what the new DLC is. All right, I'll, I'll go with what's what's current. Um, we we get to play against pirates now. Ooh. It's a pirate season. Yeah, it's it's dope. That it's feels it's random. really well themed around. Aren't y'all it in is space? completely random. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There's there's like pirate ships. I mean, there are spaceships, but. Like, they're also dressed up like pirate ships. Are they space pirates? Yes, they are. Okay. Um, we have we have our own little pirate ship now, and uh, for the season at least. And it's all about, uh, for the most part, going and boarding the other ships and fighting to their treasure hall and then killing everyone on board. That sounds uh, good. Which <gasps> is, is sounds- very enjoyable. I think I've brought it up before, but that sounds like the Game Boy Advance game um, Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, where you basically just drive a, a dr- drive a ship around on the ocean and run into enemy ships, and then you you shoot your cannons at them, and then you can you can board them and steal their treasure. I think you have talked about it, and it's sail your ship around, not drive it. Whatever, um, I don't care. But then once once you do that enough, then you can go on expeditions where you like take a treasure map and take it around a, a an area, trying to to find treasure and and defeating the enemies who are approaching you and trying to take it from you. Uh, and then the third thing you can do this season is you can go. And hunt down pirate bosses in their lairs and kill them. Ooh! And all of it is incredibly enjoyable. I and want to do they, this. <laughs> yeah, they they gave you a thing to make it so that like if you've not been playing recently 
it's free for everyone that you can just go and get this chest that automatically levels you up to the content you need like it just it just gives you a free set of gear including a couple exotics it's like hey here you go you're you're ready for the 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 season now and um yeah and i mean it didn't really help me because i was already ready but it's nice still for other people right um for people who don't spend their entire lives playing destiny 2 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i didn't play much last season Uh, the actually that's the the most i've played was last week trying to get uh all the titles that i could gilded before the season was over talked about destiny 2 on the, the podcast in a minute really haven't i've i've not been playing it i i felt burned out after i had been ready to get the um grandmaster gilded uh-huh not not this past season but the season before and i was ready for it i had everything prepared and nobody else wanted to do it and then at the end of the season, it was like, all right, well, let's go give it a try. And then they did it. And I was there like literally every opportunity to do it. I was pushing for more opportunities because there were some hard stuff to get it. And we needed one more. And everyone just kind of said, meh, not going to happen. And then left me. And I was like, well, shit, I, I really wanted to get this done. But I guess nobody else cares. So I was very frustrated about that because it was literally just one thing holding me back, holding everyone back. And they just didn't want to push for that last thing. Um, Damn. So I it, it, it kind of killed Destiny for me for a little bit. Um, I, I played the beginning of the season. I played like one or two weeks in the middle. And then I played the last couple weeks um and and missed out on a whole bunch of other stuff like you know doing that title again i think everyone else got it this season but i didn't because i just i didn't want to deal with that again (laughs) um oh well yep next year next year next dlc we're getting a new subclass, a new darkness subclass. This will be the first time we've gotten a new subclass since uh, a little bit before we started this podcast. <laughs> uh, they've done updates on the ones we currently have, and like kind of re-envisioning some of them, but this will be the first time we've actually gotten a new one in a while, and it's going to be really cool. It looks like we everyone gets access to grappling hooks, And they've they've said that it's not like a hook to point. It's a hook to anywhere system because too many times grappling hooks are like here. Look for these balls or these hook loops on things and you can grappling hook to those. And that's it. The ratchet style of hook. Yeah. But this seems to be more of like a Spider-Man hook system where you just you can grapple anywhere and swing around and I mean it's probably like actually more taking things from Monster Hunter Rise who introduced this exact same thing where you, you mean, can just be anywhere on the field and shoot your your grappling hook and fly into the air 
It's probably closer to Halo, which has done this the most recently. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the more recent Halo, Halo Infinity, Infinite, I don't know. I don't play Halo anymore. I've um, never played Halo. Ah, it's a good game. Um, I, I, I really like the storyline for, uh, for the first three. Uh, I didn't get my first Xbox until four or five years ago. Like, maybe if we got but an I Xbox, I could play it on Xbox Game, ca- Game Pass. Yeah. Game Pass is Game cool. Pass is fantastic. Um, so, yeah. I don't even have it, but it's fantastic. It is. <laughs> no, you just know about it, and you know it's fantastic. Uh, no, I, I, I know. It's, <laughs> it's the best deal you can get in gaming right now. Right. Like, it, it genuinely is the, like, not an, not an uh, Microsoft guy at all. I, no. I am an anti-Apple guy. I am not a pro-Microsoft guy. I'm I'm not an anti-PlayStation guy or a Sony guy. I'm I'm just not an Xbox guy. But Game Pass it's the best the deal you can get in 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 gaming right now. No, like yeah. hands down. As a Sony person, um, I wish P- uh, the PlayStation team would do anything half as decent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even half as decent would be nice, right? So yeah, um, that's that's basically. I'm not gonna go too overboard. All right. Uh, I mean, like y- you, uh, you six people out there in uh, Columbus, Ohio, you you watched the thing. You you know what's going on with that. <laughs> if you want, if you want to hear my thoughts more about them, at me, and I will play you in Crucible. Email us at glowingweekpointpodcast at gmail. And we will we will talk about it in the next episode. But you have to DM email me. us. DM me and I'll guild you in um in Dredgen. I'm I'm a five times gilded Dredgen. And that's gonna this make a lot of people words. cringe because <laughs> nobody likes Gambit except for my wife. And a little bit me. You've gotten into it through her. Yeah. I remember I've, that. I've gilded it five times. <laughs> Every literally every time it has been guildable, I have gilded it. I remember the week when you were like, "Ugh, my wife wants me to play play uh, whatever that thing was, and I just don't Gambit, want to yeah. Gambit." And it's uh, it's the worst thing in the game. It's I hate it so much, but I'll do it. I'll do it because she's asking me to. And then the next week you were like, ah, "It's actually pretty fun." <laughs> I don't remember ever saying it was the worst thing in the game, but I will say that everyone else in the game thinks it's the worst thing in the game. <laughs> um. <laughs> And they need to fucking update it. Give us more maps. Damn it. Well, nobody likes it, um, so... I have I have had the Dredgen title, which you get through playing copious amounts of Gambit, uh, since the season it came out, and when it became guildable, I've gilded it every single time since. My one regret in the game, and uh, really, this is, like, one of my few regrets in the game, aside from two seasons ago, not getting Conquer gilded, fucking hell um was there was a title for a gambit related game mode uh came out the year i started playing like the full year Uh, it was like the end of the first year i started playing um called uh reckoning and it was reckoning and gambit prime 
and there is still old Gambit, but there is now Gambit Prime. And in order to get Reckoner, you had to get like 32 specific armor pieces that required copious amounts of work. It was like, it was like six hours of work to get one of them. And you needed uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 pieces of armor and a whole bunch of weapons. And then you needed to do like a series of very difficult um, tasks while wearing full sets of these armors. Huh. Um, and and then you got the Reckoner title. And it is one of the most rare titles in the game because nobody loved... Uh, nobody liked Gambit Prime at all. It was the worst game mode in the game. And I agree, like, Gambit Prime was the worst. Like, Gambit's not great. Gambit Prime was worse. And, uh... Your wife totally has that title. She does not. Oh. Uh, she does not. Um, but it is... It's, like, the second rarest title. No, it is the rarest title. It's the one. Like... It is the rarest title in the it's game. It's basically platinuming the game. Um, yes. <laughs> and and you can't get it anymore because Reckoning and Gambit Prime both went the way of the dinosaurs as they should have because <laughs> it's awful. But that means um, nobody can ever get it again. So it's one of those that yeah. if you have it, you show it off. Yeah. And and I have some of those titles. I have they've they've done away with a bunch of them and I have Almost all of them. But I like I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do Reckoner. That sounds like hell. And then nowadays I'm like, I really wish I had done that. I I just Ah uh, uh, It global rarity of point zero seven nine percent. Great. Of the of the like Hundreds of millions of people that play Destiny 2. Uh, a total of like 45,000 people own it. I don't think Steam even gets that fucking detailed with who has a fucking achievement. I think it's all, it, it's just 0.1%. Yeah. Well, this, this isn't through Steam. This is the, everyone has access to the API in the background of Destiny. So there's a lot of third-party sources that that delve into that and show things like title rarities and uh, um and rarity of someone having a weapon or an emblem or something so there's one emblem that only six people have only six because yes yeah because you you get it for beating the every time a new raid comes out which another one comes out friday um I won't be doing anything with it, I don't think. Uh, but uh, every time a new seal or a new raid comes out, within the first 24 hours, you have a raid race and, to see who can be the first person to clear the new raid. And anyone who beats the raid within the 24 hours, even if they're not the first, if you beat it within the first 24 hours, you get a special emblem. It's like a fancy version of the normal raid emblem. And there was a raid that was so difficult that only one team beat it. 
<laughs> oh wow! And uh, another person, the the next team to beat it, beat it like twenty four seconds or or minutes. Like like it was like so short after the twenty four hours. <laughs> Damn! But they didn't get it. Like so, they might like, have been it, doing it as the twenty four hours passed, and yeah, yeah, damn. they 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 were doing it, and it just it, so there's an emblem that only six people have because of that, and they are assholes. <laughs> they lord themselves up as the best in the game, and they're not. So I always laugh at them when they lose world first. Now I love MMO fucking politics bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah me too <laughs> all right tell me about vampire survivors vampire survivors released a fucking anime as fuck trailer for a new character and then they released the new character and she's fucking rad as shit nice yeah okay her name is queen sigma she she wields uh i think it's called the heavenly sword um, this weapon levels up more than any other weapon in the game, does not evolve, but what it does do, first of all, the way the weapon works is it just any, like, I think it's the nearest enemy on the screen. It just fucking ju- slices them up and then you can increase the amount of slices as you level up and with items like the duplicator and stuff. So it can mm-hmm. do, it can do a shit ton of damage. It can do so much. And then as you level it up, also you start getting like rays of light that come down also and, and obliterate shit on the map. It's easily one of the best weapons in the game, if not the best. Okay. And instead of cool. evolving, it it when you've leveled it up entirely and you open up a chest and on most maps this is after 10 minutes it has to be um then you get uh not a, the the weapon evolution but like another uh item thing, like one of the booster items. But with this mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called, but what this does is periodically it creates a black hole underneath you that takes up the entire screen and murders everything. Okay. She gets this weapon by default. Wow. It is so good. Like, I don't even think she gets any bonuses as she levels or anything. I think she actually starts at, like, the cap for stats. Because I picked up some of the, like, golden uh, golden eggs that are supposed to raise your stats by a minute amount whenever you pick them up. And nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So I think she is at the maximum for all stats. And then she has this <laughs> weapon. Like, this is... <laughs> This is the bragging rights reward character. If you've reached this character, then there's nothing left to do in the game. I think is what they're saying. <laughs> okay. Because you do also have to have the collection completed, except for her weapon and the uh, bonus item. You have to have everything else in the collection. Okay. Yeah. So... You have to have like gone, like leveled up 
pretty much all of the main like normal attainable characters to 99 during a run in order to unlock yeah. their uh arcana thing you have to have gotten to certain levels and to certain maps in order to unlock specific weapons and shit you have to have done all of that and then you get access to her and it's so okay. worth it the game is so fun when you're playing <laughs> as her enemies did not enter the screen like, they died off-screen, wow. all of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, Vampire Survivors is a great game. And it, it, okay. it, even if you're not going to play it, look at that fucking trailer. It's, like, not even a minute long, but it's so cool. So you were playing that instead of A Girl Adrift, the mobile game that we're talking about this week. No, I wasn't playing anything during the time we were supposed to be playing A Girl Adrift. I Okay. Can I tell you what happened? Go ahead. So I started school this week. That was one thing. That yeah. ended up a lot of my time. And then mm -hmm. in the weekend before school started, Mitchell had his birthday. And he decided to throw himself a fucking two-day birthday party that I had to be around for. <laughs> so, okay. it, it, at least I was told that I at least had to be around enough to make drinks because I make drinks for people. So, I didn't have any time over the weekend. And then once the week started, college started. And mm -hmm. I had shit to be doing. So, I didn't play a girl adrift. Until today, last night, and I wish I'd gotten more because I I wish I could keep playing this one, honestly, but it has achievements, so. Yeah, it sure does. Do we want to talk about that? Uh, how you've got 60 <laughs> achievements to my 32? <laughs> Damn straight, I do. <laughs> like It must hand them out like candy. <laughs> um, no, no, it hands out the first, like, 10 or 15, like, candy, and then you start working for it. We'll, we'll get into that, uh, but uh, I want to just set the, the record here. Yes, it is 60 to 32 currently. I am in the lead. and uh, As you have been, you, but now it is you, widened you, significantly. Yeah, it's, it's widened significantly because you got 10 from this game, and I got 34. <laughs> Jesus. You got more I from have... this game than I've gotten entirely. Yes. Um, th this, <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, yeah, the this game I started playing last time we did the podcast. Like we, I we announced we're doing a girl adrift. I pulled, downloaded it on my phone, and I've been playing it. I forgot what the game was called. <laughs> Nearly constantly since, because. This game is largely an idle game. Yeah, it's a clicker, basically. It is. And it's it's weird because like the first first couple hours of the game are very different from the next uh four hours of the game, which are very different from the next like eight hours of the game, which are, are just that's just the lead up to the remaining like what 200 500 800 plus hours okay like the the beginning of the game is all like you you you're clicking it's it's a it's a one button game functionally you uh, you click to fill up a bubble and ba based off of how far the bub 
bubble is filled, you uh, catch fish in a certain, like, My game would arbitrarily decide sometimes that I couldn't fill my bubble up all the way. Did it ever do that for you? Where you just couldn't fill the bubble up? Uh, Mine did that. Pretty often, actually. (laughs) I mean, like, I can't fill the bubble up all the way now. Not because I, you know, am incapable of it, but just I'd be incapable of catching things. Um. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, uh... So you, you got to rank, what, 10? 9 okay. or 10? Upper left-hand corner? Yeah, like level 16. No, level okay. 20, level so, like 22, 23. That's right. All right, so there's two different things. There's rank in the upper left corner. Right, do I you think, have your game open? I don't. I'm not allowed to play it anymore. Just pull it up. Okay, I'm doing You're not going to get achievements just from opening it. All right, we're, we're opening it. The character is right, very so, cute, also. The, oh, she's she's adorable, and like, there's so many different skins and stuff that you I'm can give her. Eight. And okay, I'm rank thirty-two now. At the okay. very bottom left corner, there's like the the XP bar there, uh-huh. and then the number to the left of that is your actual level. Twenty-two. What's that? Twenty-two. I'm I'm level six hundred and eighty-four. Okay, you've played a lot. <laughs> Uh, how many of the uh, fish cakes do you have currently? 106. Okay, I have 1.83 billion. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I, I'm I'm also docked in Sydney. Oh, see, I'm I'm in New York right now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I. So all right, let's let's talk about the game. Um, you, you tap to fill up your, your fishing bar, I guess, and your character automatically begins fishing. And then over time, they'll find a fish that is a random level between the bottom of your bubble and wherever you filled it up to. And then it'll reel that in and you tap it to, um, catch it. Eventually you get to a high enough level that you get auto fishing where you can turn it on right? It's just automatic. And your character automatically fishes, as in the name. Um, I unlocked that, uh, and I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> you you don't have to, like, once, once you've caught something, anytime you reel in, you snag a fish that is of that level or below, um, that same fish of that level or below, you just automatically reel it in. I see. Yeah, so you don't have to keep tapping. That's why it's a an idle game. Eventually, you get to the point where even if you would have to like actually do the physical tapping, you can have it just automatically reel it in, and it'll uh, auto fight it for you. Um, with your automatic weapons, do you have the harpoon yet? Probably. Yes. Okay, eventually you get access to a cannon, a machine gun, and a magic stone, which lasers it and is awesome. Um, in addition to you using your fishing rod to fight it. There's so much and more to the y- game. What the fuck? Yeah, you, you, didn't, you didn't play this game. That's why I was like, you dumbass, play the fucking game. Uh, <laughs> like, so there's, there's like, most of the place is just um, water. And there's just regular fish there, but there's various 
uh, peaks or lands that are poking up out of the water, and there are rare fish there that give you more stuff, and they give you things you can sell. Um, and occasionally you can fight boss fish, which then, you know, progresses the story. That's what actually ranks you up, is fighting boss fish. And, um, and you unlock things like the alchemy pot, which allows you to, uh, gain, um, mastery coins, which allow you to level up things like, uh, auto voyage, which is basically the end game. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's the beginning of the end game. Okay. Uh, because, <laughs> uh, it's, it, once you, 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 you just select and it's like, do you want to go after pearls or mastery things or eventually amber or eventually there's a thing after, uh, you can go after bosses specifically and you can choose to go after the rarest of these or whichever is nearest and eventually you can upgrade it so that you can auto sell. Um, so like whenever you go, I saw that you, one. You just, yeah, you just go it, out there. I saw it. Yeah, you just go out there and you auto voyage and then you go back to the um harbor. Uh a port, yeah, whatever port you want or whatever port's closest and then it will auto sell everything for you and that's how you level up everything because uh the first like to to unlock things outside of just buying them, yeah, you have to unlock new harbors and new uh, islands that have things to go to and um, uh, new abilities and stuff like you you unlock the harpoon just by leveling up or by ranking up and then you later unlock the can and the machine gun so basically beating bosses is the one way to to progress in this game but after like the first 10 15 of them they get hard. Oh really? Like I was wondering uh, I if have... it was ever going to get difficult like like if I was ever going to fail to catch a a big fish. Yeah, uh I've it's been 3 days now of me again near constantly auto fishing. Like like I I have it on auto target the pearls and rarest first and stuff. So I'm, I'm going after the highest amount of XP, the most amount of fish cakes, just about everything's leveled up. I've got altars where it's like my critical rate is increased by 20% and critical damage is by 330%. And I've got 211% fish gain increase and EXP gain by a hundred percent. Like I'm, I've got, I have almost every skin in the game at this point because I have so many pearls. Um, <laughs> Why not buy them? Yeah, like I, I just I end up at like I go to go to a harbor, I sell my shit, and I'm like, well, I've got three thousand pearls. I might as well buy the 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 clothes here and then just move on. Um, so, <laughs> like I. I have so many of these things and I've been grinding for three days and I'm still not at the right level to fight the next boss. Damn. Um, like I go there and it, it's, it's bar is red. Like it's health bar is red because it's like you, you don't have a chance. So that's when they start <laughs> wasting your time. Yeah. But I mean, there, the thing is, 
Oh, sorry. Uh, the thing is, there's like, there's not really a way to pay to win. Like, you can pay to skip some stuff by getting, um, like, buying the mastery things. You right. can skip a lot of the early game by doing that. But after a point, it doesn't matter. Like, at the point where I'm at, and I, I didn't spend any money on this game. Like, I, I, I considered it, but if, if it didn't have achievements, I probably would have, because I would have tried to win. Um, just because I, I like this game. I, I think this is a, a very enjoyable game. Uh, but since it does have achievements, and I can't play it now, uh, <laughs> it, I, I, I wasn't gonna buy my way past the early game. Um, but yeah, like, you could buy your way past the early game, but at, then it gets, just gets to a point where you're just grinding. Like, there's, there's nothing to buy that will help you beat a boss. There, there's no thing you can buy that will make you stronger. Right? Make you fish harder. You can't buy fish cakes. You can't like, the only way to get the thing that levels up your weapons so that you can fish harder is to catch fish. Is by fishing. Yeah, that's the only thing in the game. Like, there's, there's, you can play whack-a-mole to get you some masterwork stuff. You can go to the alchemy thing and for free every 50 minutes or so, you can uh, get free pearls or free masterwork things. Or you can spend potions on it and get either one. But neither of them really do anything for your, again, actual power. They make it easier to get the power. They, they make it simpler. But in the end, it's, it really is just down to fishing. And I really like that. But also, three days. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I have it set up to auto-fish. I don't interact with the game. The game ends up sitting on my phone playing with the screen on plugged in for all day while I'm working on, you know, my computer and stuff. Cause I don't use my phone for most of it. It's, it just stays near me and it just stays on playing the game. And then when I go to bed, I set it up to auto sell and I plug it in at my uh, bed and it plays overnight. So I, when I say three days, I really mean like, 72 hours Damn. <laughs> of playing this, and it's still not there. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah. No, that's too much. And I, I, I've unlocked a bunch of stuff that I, I got the, I got as far as I wanted to. There was a, a rank that I saw that was like, ooh, that looks interesting. I wonder what that is. And, and I got there and it wasn't what I wanted, but. Um, <laughs> but it was like, that was the point I had set of, I'm going to get to rank 32 because that thing looks interesting and I really want to see what it is. And so I did, but the next rank, like it, there's, there's something interesting in the next rank that I was kind of hoping like once I got to it three days ago, I was like, ah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll push for the next one. Just see what it is. But the next interesting thing isn't for another like eight ranks. And that would be like a year for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, a but I, it's, it's, it's just a good 
idle game. I mean, it, it's it's, it's an idle game. game. It's yeah. really yeah. yeah. This is this is top tier. I liked um, it. I was I was telling yeah. you that like I would like to make a game like this, but what I would do mm-hmm. is I would make it so that like different fish gave you different resources, and then you could build up like a like a water world style um like base somewhere. All right, so okay, open the game again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a water world open. style base, isn't there? So, uh, what you what rank did you say you were again? Eight. All right. So when you hit rank sixteen, you get access to a um, uh, radar is not the right term. Uh, detector and uh, detector detects uh, like shipwrecks and stuff underwater and you can fish items up uh, if you're fishing within the zone you can you can later like boost your the size of your acquisition range and detection range and stuff and you get items like um oh uh, like uh, stone blocks and wood planks and cloth and stuff, and you use those to both upgrade the places that you, um, like gain access to. I, did you gain access to anything? You you got the alchemy thing. Yes. So like you can you can upgrade the alchemy place to make it that you get more stuff when you um, uh, go there, or that the timeline for the free shit is smaller so you can go there more often and um so you you upgrade that and eventually you get access to the farm which is kind of your base um so you you get your own little island and you can build buildings on there like you could build a steam house or a stone house or well damn a snack cart and they did like yeah, you can you can do a little little parasol or a signboard and uh, some staircases or a bridge and yeah, and then then you, I I mean it, it has a purpose as well. All the things do they they automatically gather fish cakes for you. Um, but yeah, it's it, this is an actually really fun game, and I wish I could keep playing it. <laughs> I wish we could too. But then I'd be able to catch up to you in achievements. Yeah, you would. And, and that's the thing is that you would be able to catch up to me. Uh because I like I would always be like two or three ahead of you, but you could probably get it down to only two or three ahead of me pretty quickly. And then it starts just grind. Like, in another month or two, it would be down to, like, one between us, but you would never catch up to me. Like, right. you would never actually catch up to me. But still, like, it's... There's so much. Um, so much grind. All right, but, yeah, like, the, this this is a fantastic game. Uh, I would strongly suggest people pick it up and try it. It's... Play a girl that, adrift. And, and while there are in-app uh, purchases... They are not at all required whatsoever. They aren't really shoved um, down your throat like other games we've played, like um, Arc Hero. Yeah, 
And while there are ads, there really aren't that common. I only had two pop up in the time that I played, and I probably played like four hours. Yeah, and like there's there's things you can do to avoid them. I I mean, you can play the game without ever seeing an ad. Uh, there are th- you can watch ads to like double the amount of amber you get after you destroy a legendary fish, or or you can um when you use the free versions of like the alchemy thing or uh the whack-a-mole or roulette board those sometimes it's like 75 percent of the time they'll they'll serve you an ad at the end of that but i mean you you are getting free shit so i don't feel too bad and also it's like 50 minutes in between when you're allowed to do that and the things don't even help you win so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and yeah, so there's, there's very few ads, uh, the, uh, other stuff isn't required. So yeah, it's a fantastic game. This is, this is, this is a top tier mobile game. Try it. Do it. Game facts. The facts about the Zork Grand Inquisitor. That was awkward. Zork Grand Inquisitor is a graphic adventure game developed and published by Activision for Windows and eventually Macintosh four years later. Yep. Fuck Activision. Fuck them with a (laughs) ten foot pole. Also fuck Apple. Fuck Steve Jobs. (laughs) Steve Jobs was legit a cult What an asshole. Yeah, (laughs) and it was an asshole. He's like, no... I'm not going to give any of my money ever to people who are underserved. Fucking dickhead. He's a dickhead in a sweater. Mm -hmm. In Zork Grand Inquisitor, you play as the Froboz Electric Permasuck Vacuum Cleaner salesperson named Afgancap, who, after arriving in Port Fusel, finds the city locked down by the Inquisition, who has (laughs) liberated the great underground empire from magic. You then solve puzzles and unlock spells to save the rightful Queen Lucy of Quendor from the eponymous Grand Inquisitor, thus reopening the underground and restoring magic to all. (laughs) I love how bizarre that is. I mean, I just read a bunch of nonsense words, like... (laughs) I... I love how bizarre it is. It's fantastic. The English language is amazing because you can have all of this right here. And it means something. It <laughs> but you does. can't tell us what. <laughs> uh. Like, I know all the words are in the right order, and they're all spelled correctly and everything. I know this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've been playing Zork, you understand. <laughs> if you've been playing Zork. The 11th commercial game in its series, 11th? Yep. Although Wikipedia says it's the 12th, with 17 total games, including the short, free, text-based prequel tie-in, Zork, The Undiscovered Underground, it was simultaneously a return to the series' roots, as well as a push forward. With a 360-degree first-person view, graphics and story good enough people called it Mist 3, did they? And what Rock Paper Shotgun calls the only pre-rendered FMV game that should ever have been allowed. Mm Mm-hmm. 
FMV? Full motion video? Right. Did they have real people in this? Yep. Oh. <laughs> they had real people up in here saying Port Foozle and Queen Lucy of Quendor and shit. Okay. Uh-huh. Anfrobaz Electric Permasuck Vacuum Cleaner Salesperson. Afghan Cap. Mm-hmm. Amazing. No, lots of people called it Mist Three. Like it, it was, it was really considered to be like. Was there a, a Mist Two? Yes. I thought that was just Riven. I mean, yes, but Riven is Mist Two. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's not called Mist Two. There, there's, there's also a Mist Three, Four, Five, and Six, but we covered so... that when we talked about Mist. <laughs> Those hadn't come out yet. There's also Pissed. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of FMV, they really did get a stellar cast to perform for it. Featuring... <laughs> I like how John said stellar cast here, and then he's a, he's about to list a bunch of actors who you've never heard of. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, I know... Wow. I know these characters. I didn't know who played <laughs> them at all. You don't know Eric Avari? No. Dude, I Eric Avari shows up in literally anything that's sci-fi, and I'm immediately like, it's Eric Avari! <laughs> I mean, he's he's in he's in just about every single Star Trek that's been out. Yeah. Like he he's he really has shown up in just about all of them. He was in Deep Space Nine, he was in Voyager, he was in the next generation. I think he was in Enterprise. Um like he's Shows up all over the place. He was throughout Stargate. I mean, he's the dude in the mummy. If if you need a vaguely Jewish-looking man for your Star uh, uh, sci-fi thing, he is your man. Okay. Um. So it features Eric Avari, who played Chandra Suresh in Heroes, Kasuf in Stargate, Doctor Terrence Bay in The Mummy. Um, portraying the Grand Inquisitor, Earl Bone, Bowen, Bone, Bowen, Bowen? I think, Bowen, Bowie, 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 Bowie. He played Doctor Peter Silverman in the Terminator One, Two, Three, and Dark Fate, and is the only other person besides Arnold Schwarzenegger to show up in all the first Terminators. Okay. Uh, portraying the trollish Brog and Dirk Benedict, who played Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica and Templeton Faceman Peck in the A-Team. Is that the series or the movie? I believe it was the series. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he was in 96 episodes considering he was one of the A-Team. One of the A-Team as the Dragon Griff, among others. He played a dragon? Yeah, little dragon. Little dragon. Little little baby yeah. dragon. But I mean, like all of these are big names. Like these are fantastic actors. I mean they're like B list, but What the fuck? They're not A they're not A list actors. You gonna not do household that? Names. You gonna I I mean Eric Avari's a household name in my household. <laughs> That's your household. <laughs> Dirk Benedict did not make the household name in my at my place. <laughs> oh, come on. It's because you didn't like the old Battlestar Galactica. 
It's a fantastic. It's better than the new ones. I didn't watch the old Battlestar Galactica. Gosh, Lauren Green is fantastic. I mean, uh, they didn't just set out to make a good game, but to make a good game. Being one of the first computer games to include true closed captioning for the hearing impaired. And that weird name for your character is actually an abbreviation for Ageless, Faceless, Gender Neutral, Culturally Ambiguous Adventure Person. Which is one of the actual best names I've heard for a game character. <laughs> oh, my like, they, they pretty much just hit it all of it. Yes, your dogs are barking. I thought that maybe I'm all the way in this back closet and that maybe they wouldn't get picked up by the uh, the microphone. But, <sighs> alas, when was this game made, John? Uh, Zork, Grand Inquisitor. It came out... In 1997. Okay, so to all the people out, out there who say that trans is like a, a new thing and that, oh, gender neutrality is such a, it, it hasn't existed until today. Fuck you. Here it is, right here, in this game. Uh-huh. Gender neutral, right there. Yeah. Say it, say Culturally it in my presence too. and I will fuck you up. Yeah. We're, we're not just a white, middle-aged, straight man out here. This is... It's whoever. It's you. It is you. Put yourself in here. This isn't... Listen, Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest. Take... If you're going to keep doing the goddamn silent protagonist bullshit, this is what you need to do. This this is it. Yes. This is it. Stop giving me a dude. Stop giving me a white dude. Give me... Yes. Ageless, faceless, gender-neutral, culturally ambiguous adventure person. Yeah. This is a call go, out post for Dragon Quest. Go Afghan cap on our ass. <laughs> this also applies to Persona. It just about oh, yeah. won several awards, but was edged out in every case. And it's a testament to its, its quality that it was by just a hair amount considering the games. It lost Adventure Game of the Year to The Curse of Monkey Island and, and lost Most Innovative Game Design to Parappa the Rapper. And Best Adventure RPG to Final Fantasy VII. All huge at the time and largely still are. Can you imagine almost beating Final Fantasy VII at Best RPG? I mean... Like, I, I mean, today, for sure. Like, because yes. Final Fantasy VII is a trash game compared to indie games that come out now. I mean, but compared to pretty much the most time, Final Fantasies that have come out since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the time, 97... Final Fantasy VII's out. It's... Cloud? Yeah. Like... Sephiroth? The only thing people... Yeah. <laughs> it's got that that awesome bombastic music. They made a movie about it. The, it's about fucking blowing up corporations that want to destroy the planet. Has nothing to yeah. do with real life. Nothing no, at all no. to do with real no. life. <laughs> Dude, dude's got a gun for his arm. And he's Mr. T. Yeah. Now your dog is barking. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) And there we go. No, but Jesus, almost beating out Final Fantasy VII. 
Fuck. For, for best RPG, yeah. And, like, Curse of Monkey Island is considered to be one of the best adventure games of all time. Right. And it it was like, hmm, should we go with the Curse of the Monkey Island? Because, like, Zork's right here. Like, eh, I mean, Zork was great. And Zork is right here. Of- yeah. So, you like, it's, 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 it's very impressive that while it lost all of those, it wasn't by much. <laughs> I mean, it just should have beaten Parappa the Rapper because that game's not actually <laughs> that good. A- a- uh, ask anybody and the other rapping game is much better. I forget the name of it, but... Uh, I couldn't tell you. Right, but uh, nobody played it, but it's better than Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> Uh, uh, featuring developers who would go on to help write the story for Destiny 2, do the art design for Spider-Man 3, the movie or the game. The game. Programmers who would work on Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning. Activision pulled together a great team for this, but the origins of the series are with Infocom, who we've previously talked about with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Leather Goddesses of Phobos. Yeah. We love and our Leather Goddesses. That- uh-huh. And also that game that lambasted Ronald Reagan. I mean, every game I mean, should lambast Ronald Reagan. Uh, I, I, I agree. Well, no, because I don't want Ronald Reagan to get any time in the sun, ever. Well, but really, if he does, it should just be, should just it, be it, somebody it needs, shitting on his face. Like, actually uh, well, shitting directly I, I onto there his be face. One big game that features Ronald Reagan where it actually just launches all of his ideas into the sun so that we never have to see them again. And then from then on, we can just move on on. away from his terrible politics. We get to keep one. We get to keep one Reagan idea. Tear down that wall. Okay, that was a good one. Yeah, that was, that, a, good that was, that was a pretty good one. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him credit for that. I'll give the, I'll give him credit for saying the thing that somebody else wrote for him to say. Right, but that, that's the one we get. He gets one to stay, but like his his mental health policies out the window, his economic mm-hmm. policies out the window, his non-existent AIDS policies out the window. Yeah. Zork was the first product I already read that Nope Nope Zork was the first product created by Infocom After they had played the classic Colossal Cave Adventure And figured they could do better While CCA definitely introduced gamers to adventuring on computers And practically invented the text-based genre And definitively invented the adventure game genre while it was at it It would be Zork that really sold the genre as true games Genres Genre? Genres Colossal Cave Adventure does have adventuring down, Pat. You adventure around a colossal cave system, hey hey, gathering treasure and fighting dwarves, but there's no real story to it. That's where Zork came in. The first Zork, or or Zork uh, Grand Inquisitor. So, Zork came out in 19... 19- 80 i want to say jesus um games have been around so much longer than no you no really no, think. no 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 it was it was 
Released in 1977. Jesus! This game and, came out the same year as Star Wars. And then it was released commercially in 1980. Um, this game came out the year Elvis died. <laughs> uh, With its yeah. original story taking place across three games, approximately evenly split in size, they were about 430 kilobytes total, which was just too dang much at the time. Again, we've mentioned this before, but that's that's smaller than the text document we're currently reading from <laughs> yeah it went on to influence both pop culture and gaming at large being directly responsible for the formation and continuation of six different genres of games that's too much to talk about though in just one of these game facts so we'll come back to zork at some point in the future to be continued and that, and that was just the facts oh Ah, it's my thing. You can't take my thing. It's well, my thing. But you did to be continued. I thought I could do, and that was just the Is fact. there a fucking number in there? Uh-uh. No, you only read things with numbers in front of them. Um. <laughs> Whatever. I'll learn my Let's place. move on. <laughs> Let's move on to what, John? It's been an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I guess we can just end now. We can. So, we we were supposed to have watched... Invasion of the Star Creatures. And some of us might have already. <clears throat> I can get to it next week. I can get to it okay. next week. Okay, good. Good. I I have seen Invasion of the Star Creatures, and I simultaneously love and hate it. And uh am confused. And also it's exactly what I think it should be. <laughs> okay. So, uh... I was expecting yeah, you I to guess... throw in, like, weirdly horny in there, too. No, no, no. It's it's not weirdly horny. It's it's just horny. <laughs> uh, no, I meant what it made you think. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. So, uh, once again, if you want to follow along, watch it in case you haven't done it already. Cough. Uh, Yeah. So, we'll do that next week. I'm sorry, John, I explained myself already. I had a busy week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, school. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, and I guess we're doing news? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing news. Ugh. So, it's gonna be news and invasion of the star creatures. God. Hey, Wombat. Don't wait until the last second. News? I have to get news together? Yeah. Am you I do. what am I a news monkey? No, you're the person who wanted to do this podcast. We can stop if you want. Fuck! <laughs> I don't want to I'll, do I'll news. stop. <laughs> I'll stop. I haven't I haven't gotten infinite dendrogram yet, so like I I'm not anything at this point no we like, have we to just, read infinite dendrogram we we can just stop the podcast that's it's fine. such a good book i don't want to stop the podcast i mean like I, I have seen invasion of the star creatures and you know we didn't talk about it but 
I mean, I I feel okay with having seen that. So like, we can we can just stop. It's I fine. would totally just yeah. make this, just turn this into a weekly light, light novel podcast, though. Ugh, that's. <laughs> I mean, I can't afford that shit. <laughs> I cannot afford that shit. That's hey, too guess much. what, John? Neither can I anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just too much. Uh no, we're stuck doing it like this. Okay. Share this with an Afghan cap. What? The the podcast. Share share the podcast with an Afghan cap. <laughs> oh. See, I was I translated that to an Afghan cap, cap? as yeah. in like someone a, wearing a, a cap made out of Afghan. Yes, yeah. or whereas in a hat for someone who lives in Afghanistan. Right. I I I was very confused. But yes. Yeah, that works. Right. Share this with an Afghan cap. Um f- you can find us at glowingweekpointpodcast at gmail.com. Email us whatever you want, really. But My outro was way better than this one. If it's hateful. <laughs> The one you did at the start? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a significantly better outro than this one. You want me to just copy and paste that one to the end here? No, no. <laughs> I want to keep shitting on you, and then you finish your shitty po- your, your shitty closeout. Well, that's the only plug I have, because we don't have a website anymore. I couldn't afford it. Um, yeah. I, I'm supposed to not be using Twitter, although I've been bad recently and opened what? it back up. Um Neither of I us streams currently. No. Uh, no, I don't. So really, just the only way you have to talk to us is email. Email us. Glowing Week Point Podcast. Gmail. DM me on Discord if you're already friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> in, in fact, everybody who listens to this, please DM him if you're if it's possible because I need to see if it's just his his clan <laughs> members uh, because maybe then we can re- we can readdress that whole ending the podcast thing <laughs> you're like alright we're ending the podcast for you it's mine now <laughs> I'll but you still have to do all the editing <laughs> I'll just hand it to John it'll just be a destiny podcast now uh, but I'm still gonna make you Come and listen to me talk about Destiny the whole time. God, I'll be so quiet. <laughs> I'll uh, just be like first playing time in my your life. DS. <laughs> Roasted. Like, All right, oh, bye everyone. Yeah? Cool. They did what? Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>